of different things um, this weekend. And it's so great um, to come together and celebrate the things that God has been letting us enjoy in our lives. Now, this morning, like I said, so we're together and we're going to be um, carrying on the series of the adults and the youth they've been looking at. They've been thinking about how, what the Bible teaches us about resistance. So how to live counterculturally and in pursuit of Jesus. And so thinking about shifts, which is like chains of direction. So if you all, you're facing, everyone face this way and then shift and cha- face this way and shift back again and shift back again. Okay, so they've been thinking about shifts and changing of direction so that we are living God's way and not just the way that the world says. And so today, the shift that we're going to be thinking about is from looking at ourselves, saying, look at me, to looking to God, saying, look to God. Um, And so wanting to make God great, recognizing that he is great, he is awesome, and it is him within us that makes us great. And so um, we're recognizing that we live in a time and in a culture where we think about ourselves lots. Our culture is often telling us it's important to make yourself great. Be the best you you can be. Try and be wonderful. Try and do this. Try and do this. Make yourself great. Feel significant. Be noticed. Be seen. And so let's think of uh, just a couple of examples of how we do this. And so um, sometimes maybe when we do something impressive, we want somebody else to see. We want to be noticed for what we've done. So I guess kids, I imagine lots of you have had a moment where maybe you're doing something really cool and you want an adult to notice that you've done it. And so maybe you're like hanging upside down on the monkey bars in the park. And you're like, mom, mom, look at me. Mom, 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 look at me, look at me. And your mom is not looking. And so you carry on, look at me, look at me, mom. I'm doing something so cool. And you want to be noticed for it, don't you? Or maybe you finished a project at work or at school um, and you just feel, wow, this has taken me ages. This has taken so much of my brain power. And you finish and you just, you need somebody to notice. You don't want to finish and just be like, oh, that's it. You kind of want someone to say, wow, well done for that, don't we? You want someone to notice the effort that we've put in. Or maybe you've spent all afternoon cooking for your family and you've been slaving away and then you get to dinner and just no one shows you any appreciation. No one says, thank you. No one says, oh, this food tastes great. And you'd be a bit disappointed, wouldn't you? Well, I, I probably would. Um, and you'd want someone to appreciate you and notice the effort and the work that you put in. We all, we want to be noticed when we do something that feels impressive or it feels like it's taken a lot of effort. Um, Or sometimes we notice ourselves a lot. I wonder if anybody down this side of the room, have you had a little look at yourself in the mirrors down the side today? I know I'm a culprit for whenever I walk past a mirror, I have, have a little glance, have a little glance at myself, just check that my hair's looking okay, check what I'm looking like, maybe see if I'm getting any grey hairs, um... Um, and so maybe you guys have been doing that, having a little look at yourself. Maybe as you were worshipping, you were looking at yourself. Some of you even now, as you sat there, you're having a little look at yourself in the mirror. Do you know, there is a Greek myth about this guy called um, Narcissus, I think, who became so obsessed and in love with himself. So he looked at himself in the reflection of water and he just thought, wow. I look amazing. And um, the myth says that he loved himself so much that he died of starvation because he stayed there looking at himself. He was so obsessed that he died of starvation. Could you imagine that? 
that just seems crazy, doesn't it? But you know, some of us spend ages looking at ourselves in the mirror, checking if our hair looks just right or if our makeup or our beard are looking the right way, or we look at scars or spots or wrinkles. And some of us, we look at ourselves lots. Or who here has ever taken a selfie? Has anyone ever taken a selfie? Yeah, lots of us. Selfies are all about us and us wanting to see ourselves, aren't they? There have been some pretty famous selfies over the years. Have any of you guys seen some of these ones? These selfies are so, um, they just get seen by loads of people. And it's these people, we're looking at them, they want us to see them. And I mean, some of us obviously do this more than others. I imagine there's some of you in the room that the last thing you want is to be in pictures. My mum loves a selfie, right? So wherever we go, she's like, Emily, we need to take a selfie. And so you might see in some of these pictures, we're in some really cool places, but the focus of the picture is on us. You can't really see that much of what's behind us. And we spend a long time sometimes trying to get the angle right so you can see us and what's behind us. But I mean, particularly if my mum's the one taking the selfie, it's definitely just us in the picture. There's not a lot else there. And so, yes, some of us don't like being in pictures, but some people love it. I mean, maybe if you ever meet my mum, maybe don't tell her that I've put um, all of these up on the screen. I mean, to be honest, she might quite like it. She does like a picture of herself. Um, And so she's always adamant that we have to have these pictures. But it is that the focus is on us. Definitely in these pictures, the focus is not on the place that we are or the thing that we're doing. The focus is on us. And so we all do these things or maybe other things that put the focus on us. And sometimes, I guess for some of us, it's in obvious ways, like the things that I've just thought of. But for some of us, it's in more subtle things, the little things that we do that point the attention and the focus to us. And so maybe it's not a scene, but I think we all have a desire within us where we want to be seen, where we want to be noticed. And society, culture around us tells us that's that's a good thing. It's good to want to be noticed. It's good to try and make yourself great. And, you know, this morning, I'm not coming to say that I think it's necessarily a bad thing. I don't think it's bad to want people to celebrate your successes with you. I don't think it's bad to want to feel appreciated. I think it's okay when you're hanging upside down on the monkey bars to, um, or if you've like built something really cool out of Lego to, um, to think that it's impressive and want to share that with someone. It's okay to look in the mirror. It's okay to take selfies. I'll tell my mum. It's okay to take selfies. But today we're going to think about how the Bible asks us to shift from focusing only on us to focusing on God and focusing on God within us. Because if we're constantly thinking about ourselves and how to make ourselves great, then we're not focused on the greatness and the goodness of God. And in the end, we will just be disappointed. If we just look to ourselves, we, like, we know we're not enough. And so we'll be disappointed. But when we look at God and who he is, we see that he is so much more than we can ever be. 1 Chronicles 28 verses 10 to 11 says, Praise be to you, Lord, the Father of our Father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor. For everything in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. And so it's God we praise. It's God who has the greatness and the power and the majesty and the splendor. Everything is his. And we want to lift him high. 
And so today, that is the shift we're thinking about. Shifting from thinking, it's all about me. Make me great. Look at me. To God, it's all about you. God, you are wonderful. God, I want to lift you high. And so we're going to hear um, a story from the Bible now about a time where people forgot to make God the greatest because they wanted to be noticed. And so we're going to watch it on, on a video. God's story, Tower of Babel. So part of God's story is about how people try to build a really big tower. And it goes like this. Remember when God created the world and it was perfect? Well, God created people to enjoy this perfect world with him. There was no sadness, sickness, or death. Everything was good. And because people trusted God, they would get to live in this perfect world with him forever. Unfortunately, people stopped trusting God. They disobeyed him. And that's when all the wrong things in the world began. People made wrong choices, and their kids made wrong choices, and then their kids made wrong choices. So God decided to start the world over again through one guy, and it filled up with all kinds of people who had one thing in common. They spoke the same language. Today, people all over the world speak different languages. Maybe you speak English, or Spanish, or Mandarin, or Hindi. Well, back then, there was only one language, so everyone understood each other perfectly. One day, these people decided they wanted to build a tower, but not just any old tower. They wanted to build the tallest, coolest, most impressive tower in the world. A tower that would reach the sky so that everyone could see it. Basically, they wanted to show the world how great they were, all on their own, without any help at all. They tried to get to God, but one day, God would come to us instead. Kids, have you ever tried to do something on your own? Something to make everyone else think you're really cool or smart or important? Sometimes we want others to know we can do things by ourselves, and we don't want to give God any credit. Well, that's what these people wanted, so they started building. They stacked brick on top of brick on top of brick until the tower was taller than all the other buildings around it. Even though God loves it when we use our creativity to make things, He doesn't like it when we try to take the credit or glory that belongs to God. Because God is the one who created us in the first place. He gave us our brains so that we could think and dream, and He gave us our hands so that we could build and make all sorts of things. So really, we can't do anything on our own. So when the people built the tower to show how great they were without God, He decided to stop them by confusing them and making them all speak different languages. Now they couldn't understand each other at all. When one guy talked, the other had no idea what he was saying. It made it really hard to work together or even live in the same place. So they all scattered and moved to different parts of the world. They called the place where God confused them Babel. The great news is that people didn't have to build a tower to be with God because one day he would come to earth himself to be with us and rescue us because he loves us. And that's the story of the Tower of Babel. So in case you missed it, here's the quick version. God created a perfect world. People messed it up. God started the world over. The world filled up with people again. People wanted to build a tower to show how great and famous they were without God's help. God didn't like that. God confused them and caused them to speak different languages. They couldn't keep building their tower. They scattered across the world. 
God still loved them and had a plan to rescue them and us. And that's a part of God's story. Okay, so what was happening there? We heard about how the people were trying to build the tower. They wanted to make the tallest, tallest, most impressive tower so that everyone would see and say, wow, you made that tower. Wow, that is amazing. They wanted to show the world how great they were on their own without any help. Now, I wonder, some of you might have noticed that I've got some building blocks over here. I've got a little tower that someone built before the service. I wonder, are there any people here who think they're really good at building towers? I'm going to go for two kids and two adults. Okay, so, Andrew and Jonah, do you want to come up? And then I need a couple of adults who think they're also good at building towers. Don't all volunteer at once, guys. Any adults, otherwise I'm going to pick on you. Josephine, you're looking at me. You can come up and build a tower. And Jordan, you're going to come up with her. Okay, so kids choose a table. Adults choose another one. Okay, we're going to see who can build the tallest tower in a random amount of time that I'll give you based on how good you're doing. Okay, so you guys need to cheer. Adults, you need to cheer for the adults. Kids, you need to cheer for the kids. Let's see. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. There is no cheating here at the tower building contest. No, no, no. Okay. On your marks. Get. Oh. As a team. As a team. That's why I've brought you together. Okay. On your marks. Get set. Go. Keep on cheering them on. Okay. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. One. Okay, stop. Hands on your heads. Hands on your heads. Wow. Okay, let's have a look. We've got this tower over here, which is approximately 50 units tall. Who knows? It's it's solid. It's it's wide. It's I think it would survive like some shakeage. But look at this. Wow. This this is a feat of engineering. Well done, guys. Let's give it up for the adults. Well done. You can sit back down. <laughs> Well done, well done. No, no, they don't want it. They don't want it. No good game. Congratulations here. Wow, so those towers, they were impressive. Um, Well done, guys. See, I thought she didn't want to volunteer, but you won. You get the glory. No. Um, So these are tall, but you know, the people that we heard from, from the Bible, were trying to build a tower that was so tall, it would reach into the sky. So I'd say you guys had about 30 seconds to do this. It'd probably take quite a long time to build one that would reach into the sky. I mean, especially if you're building out of Duplo, you might want something a bit more sturdy. Um... But they were doing it because they weren't just doing it for fun like us. They were doing it because they wanted to be noticed. They wanted to say, look what I can do. Look at me, 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 me. Aren't I amazing? And sure, building a super tall tower would be pretty cool and it would be amazing. But there was a problem. And the problem was that they weren't giving any credit or glory to God. They were trying to make it all about themselves instead of about God and what God was doing through them. And we are the same. We often do things and we don't give God the credit or the glory that he deserves. God, he created all things. He created the heavens and the earth. All of it is his handiwork. 
God is so powerful. He is so mighty. He is over all things. And God created us. We heard, didn't we, in the video, how God gave us our bodies. He gave us our minds. He gave us our muscles that help us move. He gave us our imaginations that help us create. And so all glory, all praise, and all honor belongs to him. Not to us, but to him. And so when we do something cool with our bodies, we can say, God, thank you for making me strong. Thank you for giving me the gift of endurance and helping me do that. And when we make stuff that we're proud of, we can show God and we can say, God, look what I did. Thanks for making me creative. Or God, thanks for helping me overcome that. That was really hard. But God, thank you that you've been with me and you've been helping me. We give God the glory and the praise. And so as we look at ourselves, when we see ourselves in the mirrors or in pictures, we know as well, yeah, that we have been fearfully and wonderfully made. We don't just see ourselves in the mirror, but we see God's creation. We are his creation, created in his image, and we are reflecting who God is. Paul writes in Philippians 1.20, he says, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as is always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. And so we want Christ to be exalted, which means we want him to be lifted high through our bodies and through the things that we do and the things that we think. And so that's our shift this morning, isn't it? Shifting from the mindset of making ourselves great and wanting to be noticed for who we are and what we've done to shifting to lift God high, magnifying him and who he is. We want to give him praise for the way he has created us and the things that he has put within us that enable us to do these things. And so we're going to do something a little bit different now. Before the band come up and lead us in worship, we're going to listen to a song that talks about our lives magnifying, which means lifting high, um, God. And as we do that, and then as we continue to worship with the band, I want to invite you to come and look at yourself in the mirror over here. Okay? So we might have to take turns because we can't all fit over there all at once. But come and look at yourselves in the mirror. And I want you to think about yourselves, maybe think about the things that you're good at. Maybe think about something that you have achieved recently or something that you've desired other people to notice in you recently. And we've got some pens that will write on the mirrors. And I want you to write or draw the things um, that you're thinking about yourself, but to sh do that shift and give God the glory and the praise for it. And so I guess as an example, if, you were, if one of the people who were building the tower was stood in front of our mirror this morning, they might write, God, thank you for making me strong enough to build things. Or they might write, I praise you, God, because you have made all things. Okay, so as we listen to this song and then as we worship, come and think of your own examples. What praise and glory can you give to God this morning as you shift from wanting to be noticed for yourself and what you can do to noticing that it's God working within you, doing these things within you and giving him the glory and the praise. And so together we'll build a wall of praise down the side here, looking at God as we look at ourselves. Does that sound okay? We're going to listen to this song and then the band will come up and lead us and we'll carry on and you can keep coming up and writing your things on the mirror. Okay?